240-587-3186. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance, the podcast. I'm your host. Constance and I cannot lie to y'all I was super psyched to come on here and podcast I was laying in bed trying to figure out what I was going to talk about and an idea popped into my head and I was like oh my god I gotta hurry up come and podcast before I lose it all before we get into that even though that's kind of a little counterproductive because I wanted to get into it I wanted to get to podcasting so that I didn't lose it but real quick I ordered me some birria tacos from this local Mexican restaurant they were all right they were all right. Bidiac tacos and consume, like the soup that you dip the tacos into. It's my second time in a row ordering them. I think I have the tendency to, I don't know, I guess you call it like an addictive personality. Although I could argue that I think everyone could get addicted to something. But that's besides the point. I had them yesterday for lunch. Ordered them again today for lunch. I like to double back on things quite a lot. I actually like to consider myself a passionate person. Right. And I want to get into being passionate and finding your passions in life and finding your purpose in life. But before I talk about that real quickly, I ordered the tacos. Right. I, I always door dash on Sundays because I don't feel like leaving out the house for the most part. On the weekends, I typically door, door dash. Right. And one thing I hate about door dash is like you'll put leave food at door, meaning I don't want any in-person connection, interactions. I just want you to leave my food at the door. And dip out. You could send me a little text. You could send me a picture. Whatever. It's cool. Don't y'all fucking hate when the DoorDash people knock on your door and wait for you to come to the door to collect the food. Or even worse. They send you a picture. They send you the text. You get the notification that your food is there. You come out because you're like, all right, bet. They paid attention. They ain't waiting there for me. They just left it at the door. You get to the door. You open the door. And they right there waiting to say Thank you. Have a good one. It's like, all right, I get it. I just don't be wanting to talk. I hate whenever I see the DoorDash driver. Or even worse, have you ever had a DoorDasher pull up to your apartment, pull up to your house, but they don't really know where your house is at, so you got to come outside and meet them? It's like, damn, nigga, what the fuck is the point of DoorDash? All this effort I done took to step out, I might as well have driven to the place by damself. And you know DoorDash tax, like a, a $15 meal really be like a $30 meal with DoorDash. Long ramble, long rant. Moral of the story, y'all, you should probably just go pick up your food, but I won't be doing that. I'll be door dashing for the rest of my life on weekends as I've done in the past. Um, I wanted to talk about being passionate and being a passionate person. I was on the phone with my girlfriend earlier today, and I asked her, I don't know why I asked her this, but I asked her what she was um, passionate about. And she was just like, you know, I'm passionate about being happy in life. And I was like, okay, well, what's your purpose in life? What do you think your purpose in life is? And she was like, you know, I don't spend too much time thinking about that. I just go about life. Actually, I think she said she does not like being stressed out. So anything that doesn't stress her out fulfills her and that makes her happy. And that is her purpose and passion. Something along the lines of that, right? And I remember hearing that. I was like, well, what the heck? I was a little, I want to use the word dismayed, but not dismayed. I kind of, I was expecting to hear something like, you know, you know y'all know me. I'm, I'm super passionate when it comes to things. And 
especially like when it comes to my craft, like that's one thing I can say I'm most definitely passionate about. But I sat and I reflected on it and I don't think I needed to deep this dig this deep into it, but I did. And I thought to myself, after hearing that, it just became apparent to me that passion and finding a passion and having a passion, even somebody's purpose in life, all of those things look different to everybody. For the longest time in my youth, I was so hell-bent on finding my passion, finding my talent, figuring out my purpose. I felt like it was something that you needed to dig deep into because it's like, well, what's the point of living if you don't have a passion, if you don't have a purpose? And then being surrounded by my brothers that were into sports and arts, it's just like I felt like I was lacking in something. And so I was constantly on the search for a passion or a purpose. And after sitting and hearing Ashley say that she's just striving to be happy in life, I think that that is a really good way to look at passion and your purpose. I wanted to, this episode is for anybody that's struggling to find a passion in life, anybody that's looking for their purpose. Um, Y'all know I'm big on just trying things and, and getting your feet wet and whatever interests you. And I think that's really how you find your passion. And I think your passion can look like something like this where you're you're so in love with the idea of let's say podcasting and so you podcast every day to get better because that's what feeds your soul or your passion can literally look like just kicking back after a long day of work and satisfying yourself with a video game because that's what makes you happy I think in order to find your passion in order to find your purpose in life I think you just need to pursue things that feed your soul and make you happy and in doing those things you will find your purpose or your passion. And I don't think a purpose or passion has to be a lifelong goal. I think that it can expire. And I think over time you can be exposed to more opportunities in life that will open you up to more things that may end up being your passion. I think that there's a lot of emphasis on people trying to find their purpose. And I blame, I don't want to blame social media, but I do blame that hustle culture, that grind culture. When you get on the internet, you're seeing people constantly striving and proving. I don't want to say that they're proving themselves, but everybody's working towards something or so it seems. And I think it's also important that we remember that when people get on Instagram, they just showcasing the highlights of life. They just showcasing what they want you to see. You don't know what this person is really doing with their life, but that's besides the point. I think that there's this idea that you need to be passionate about things and you need to find your purpose and you need to serve the world in this capacity. But I don't think that that's really how it is. I think you get to just indulge in whatever satisfies you in life. And that alone can be your passion and your purpose. Something as simple when when my girlfriend said that her passion was just being happy in life and being stress-free in life. I like my mind was trying to low key downplay it, but in reality, I think that that's so beautiful. And there's something beautiful about living such a simplistic life and having such, and just being in love with simplicity and not being fixated on chasing something. I think that energy to chase things all together, whether it be a person, a passion, whatever, I think it can be detrimental to you. It was detrimental to me. I know when I was searching for that passion or that purpose, I overlooked the very thing that I was passionate about, which is podcasting, which is talking. I was so hell-bent on finding the the talent, finding the purpose, finding the passion that comparative that compared to Susie or Sally, that compared to my brothers, something that I thought would that I needed when in actuality I had a purpose and a passion right at the the tip of my tongue. 
And so I hope all of this is making sense, guys, but I don't think anybody should feel like they need to search for a passion. I think you can have 10 passions. And like I said, I think your passions can expire. I think you can be interested in something today and not interested in it tomorrow. I don't think passion needs to look one way and I don't think purpose has to look one way either. And I think you get to define what that is. Yeah. Quick, simple, short message. When I was laying in bed and I thought about it, I thought I could have gone on and on and on about it. But I think life is really what you make it. And that applies to everything. And I guess being an overthink the overthinker that I am, I have the tendency. Well, let's not call myself an overthinker because we're trying to move away from that. Being the overthinker that I was or having the tendencies to overthink. Um, you know, sometimes I do fixate on things and I feel like life needs is, is one dimensional life is so linear, but it's just not. And so I guess to anybody, don't beat yourself up about not having a passion or not having a purpose. Just indulge in the good, just indulge in things that make you happy, satisfy and feed the soul with things that satisfy you. And if you try something today and you like, you know what? I don't really like that. That's okay. I got friends that um, have talked about things like uh, their parents have spent a lot of money on them growing up. and they, Their parents spent a lot of money on, on them so that they could try several different things. They had so many different hobbies, but they didn't stick with one thing. And they beat themselves up about it in talking to me. And I think I did the same thing similarly. Not necessarily that my parents would spend a lot of money on me because y'all know I come from the brokers that are broke. But <laughs> rich in spirit and mind at least, but not in finances. I didn't get um, I didn't get spoiled in that sense. I wasn't, my parents didn't pay for me to try different things out, right? But I did pursue different things. I remember at one point in time, I was super passionate about um, making bracelets. My mom would take me to Michael's and I would get like the bracelet kit, like the woven bracelets, and I would just make them. And I was so passionate about that. But I'm not passionate about that anymore. And that's okay. And I bring up the whole my friends feeling like their parents spent a lot of money on them to try passions and them beating themselves up about it because there are certain things in my life that I was once passionate about and I'm no longer passionate about it. And so I have this this like bad um, relationship with letting things go, with quitting, because I feel like quitting is like the worst thing in the world. Because I sought out to do something because I'm letting go of it, that means that I'm not dedicated, that I'm not committed. I'm like, no, that's not what it is. Feed your soul for as long as your soul needs to be fed with X, Y, and Z. And enjoy life and enjoy those things for as long as you can. And when you can't anymore, let them go. And if your life just looks as simple as waking up, chilling, going to work, coming home, just relaxing, that's okay. Because one day, someday, something may interest you. And you can indulge in that when the time comes. And when the time expires, let it go. I don't think that we need to be these. How can I break it down? nobody's one dimensional. You know, y'all hear me get on here and I talk about, oh, I want to do this. I want to rap. I want to sing. I want to have my one hit wonder. I want to have a podcast. I want to have a talk show. Um, there's so many things that I want out of life. And that alone communicates to me that we are just not one dimensional. We're not meant to be one dimensional. We're not meant to be passionate about one thing. We're not meant to, I mean, some people may be, but that's not how everyone is supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to have several different interests. It's okay to try something and not like it. It's okay to get your feet wet in something and tomorrow try something else. I think the passion is life. And like my girlfriend said, just being happy and choosing to indulge in those things that make you happy. You know, just living in a life full of 
action and, and, and jumping on opportunities when they present themselves and um, enjoying them for as long as you can or as long as you want to. And when the time's up, the time's up. And that's okay. I'm glad I had that talk because I, I remember when she when we were talking, I was thinking to myself, I wanted to challenge her. One thing about I'm, I'm very, I'm not argumentative, but I do like to challenge, especially if a belief is different than my belief. I always say this. I'm like, somebody else may be right. Somebody else may have better insight in something. So I don't want to just brush it apart. I want to, you know, challenge to see if maybe they're seeing life from a better perspective that I might need to adopt or just sharing different people's, like sharing each other's perspective, right? And so anyways, when she said that, I remember I wanted to challenge it and I wanted to say, so what the fuck, when we have kids, you're not going to, you're not going to tell them to be passionate about something. But I was really dismissing the fact that that, the passion being, Wanting to be happy is enough of a passion because in that you'll just go after and do whatever makes you happy. And that is how you live a good life. That's the definition of a good life. You know what I'm saying? That's when I feel like you reach that point of success. You know, su success is very subjective. Everyone gets to choose what success looks like to them. And I'm not saying your passion needs to be wanting to be successful, but I think just whether it's it's success that you're chasing, whether it's passion that you're chasing, whether it's purpose that you're chasing, I think it all just makes sure that you are f fulfilling and satisfying your heart and that you are being happy with your life and all that you do with your life. Y'all get me? Okay. Let's run a brief intermission real quick. Y'all already know what it is. I'm going to listen to what I said. We might come back. We might do a card game. We might, you know, we're going to see. We're going to be back. Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, y'all, I'm back. Okay, so no more chasing, no more looking for passions. Just do what you want to do and it will find you. You know what I'm saying? You know, I really do believe God is always, y'all know me and God, we wanted the same. Um, well, we're not one in the same. That is my father, but y'all get what I'm saying. I am always going to bring him up as it relates to something. And I do believe that he will never let an opportunity pass you by. If it's meant for you, it'll find you like the, the, the good in life, the things in life that you need to whatever. God knows you and he's going to bring all them things that you need in your life to you. So there's no need to chase that. That chase of behavior is so even myself, I've got to learn to let it go. We've all got to learn to let it go. And we've all just got to just kind of learn to go with the flow, you know? Yeah. No chasing. My thoughts ain't fully developed on the concept of chasing, but I feel like that's a whole nother thing I could get on here and talk about. We're going to save that for later on in this week when I don't know what to talk about. And y'all know what's crazy. I really said this morning and I was laying in the bed and I'm like, I don't know what to talk about. And I was starting to get a little bit worried, but I'm like, hold up. We ain't going to do that. We ain't going to make this more stressful than it needs to be. God going to bring what I need to talk about to me. And you see, randomly, I'm asking Ashley about her passion. That inspired a whole fucking podcast episode ask me why I asked her I have no idea but God is good because he's always gonna make a way when I don't know how to do anything I wanted that to rhyme I really did but it didn't rhyme and it's okay life moves forward we got our cards y'all okay this is the card game let's get deep if you new here I answer the questions from the game and y'all get to know me a little bit I pulled oh, okay I got two deepers 
one icebreaker. Let's get into it today. Okay, icebreaker. What is the best ice cream flavor? Mm, okay. Vanilla is top dog for me, but the best ice cream flavor over top of vanilla is birthday cake. It's just hard for me to find birthday cake in most places, so I always go for vanilla. French vanilla, to be specific. I'm not a chocolate girl. I really don't like chocolate like that. I'll eat a Snickers ice cream bar from time to time, but that's really the only time you'll see me eating chocolate. Yeah. Vanilla. Vanilla birthday cake. Mm-hmm. If you want to surprise me with something, get me a vanilla anything. I love vanilla. I love the aroma, the scent, the smell, the flavor. I feel like anybody that likes chocolate, I'll be watching my girlfriend eat whole like fudge pops. Like the whole popsicle is just chocolate. And I'm looking at her like, girl, may God be with you because that ain't right. Chocolate is so bitter. Y'all know one thing about me. I never really like being compared to chocolate. Like anytime anybody hits on me, it's always chocolate drop. Like I don't want to hear that. I don't want you calling me chocolate. I really don't like it that though. Mostly because I feel like whole different topic y'all but I really don't like being called chocolate because I feel like or I don't like compliments that pertain only to my skin color because although my skin is beautiful I feel like that's not unique to me you can come across somebody else with this skin color and it's just like okay it just isn't unique to me you know I love a compliment that's like damn girl you are so motherfucking intelligent or damn girl you be talking that ish on that podcast like shit like that is like oh yeah you really respecting me as an individual and not just the surface you get what I'm saying like of course I'm beautiful I don't need you to tell me I'm beautiful I appreciate it but that ain't gonna be what make me drop my drawers for you you get what I'm saying not that that's what the question asked but it, it took me there next question this is a deeper Give me an example of a time you felt undervalued. An example of a time I felt undervalued. I would say like past relationships, whether platonic or romantic. Maybe I was putting in more effort than that person was putting in. And that just made me feel like, oh my God. Actually, another thing just came to mind. One thing I really, I don't ever speak on it. But I, if I do something for someone and they don't say thank you deep down in the bottom of my heart, I'm like, damn, you didn't say thank you. Like I always try to say thank you for things, even if it's a simple exchange with my friends. Because thank you goes a long way, you know. Like say I cook for somebody and they don't say thank you. I'd be like, okay. Well, thank you not so much. I really be waiting for the damn constant. This is good. I always wait for that. Like, ask anybody anytime I cook for them. I'm like, so how is it? That is like the thank you to me. But just showing appreciation for something that I do. If I don't get that appreciation, I'm like, damn. I think one of my love languages with friends or in, in a romantic relationship is, what would you call it? Reassurance? Is that one of them? Okay, real quickly. Let's look up the love languages. I mean, I, I think you can make up your own. Not that... You have to, but let's just look up the love languages. Like, I think you can make up your own love languages, but I just want to see what the one, what the the common ones are. <laughs> Damn, there's seven of them. Okay, let's see what WebMD got to say. Since when the fuck the web WebMD start talking about some damn whatever? Okay. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, physical touch. Okay, I would have thought reassurance was one. I guess not. Well, then I made that up. Reassurance, you know, like letting me know you you appreciate something that I did, you appreciate something that I do, that you love something that I do, things like that. When I don't get that, I'm like, damn, okay. You know, because I always say thank you and try to show appreciation for things that someone does for me. 
So I, I like to receive that. So no, I can't give y'all a specific instance of when I felt undervalued, but I know that that's a top love language for me. I got one more card, but let me look at the other love languages and see. I didn't really like that WebMD. We can't really trust WebMD. How's it going to say seven love languages and only give me five? All right, well, I guess that is it. So let's, I guess those are the only five. Okay, this, this, okay, so these are the love languages. Just for anybody that is curious about, you know, their own love languages and figuring out what those are. Is this a whole other podcast episode? Real, real brief, real brief, okay? These are the five love languages according to webmd.com. Words of affirmation, which is compliments or words of encouragement. We've got quality time. Their partner's undivided attention. Receiving gifts. Symbols of love, like flowers or chocolates, acts of service, setting the table, walking the dog, or doing other small jobs. And lastly, physical touch, having sex, holding hands, or kissing. Those are the those are all the five love languages. I, I read them so I could try to sit and figure out which ones are exactly mine. I think we would call the reassurance, like the words of affirmation for me, compliments. But compliments in regards to things that I do for them. Just acknowledging. Acknowledgement. I, I love acknowledgement. When you don't acknowledge that I'm an amazing person in your life, I'm like, well, damn. Okay. Because, like I said, I try to acknowledge it. Another thing for me, quality time. I love quality time, and I ain't even going to hold you. I am big on receiving gifts. I love me a nice motherfucking present. Whenever you buy me a present, I'm like, oh, my God, no, you don't have to do that. Deep down, I'm like, yes, bitch, thank you for buying me a present. I love presents. I love gifts. It doesn't even matter what the type of gift is. Like, I just love gifts. I love surprises. I will never forget. Oh, my God. Shout out to Tony and Brianna. One time I came home on my birthday, and I came home from seeing Ashley. I was wherever I was enrichment or something i come home and my room is decorated for my birthday i really appreciate that shout out to tony and brianna because that really touched my heart um my family doesn't really celebrate birthdays so that that really like it meant so much to me i don't even think they realized how much it meant to me i broke down crying because it was just so nice to see that someone remembered my birthday and cared enough to make an effort to come and surprise me i'm gonna start crying now you guys fucking rock i love you tony and i love you brianna y'all are amazing okay <laughs> so that's one instance and then there was another instance where my friends surprised me uh shout out to Aaliyah and Tyra they surprised me with Brianna in college and oh it was another surprise actually okay so that's the one surprise where they, they surprised me with Brianna like Brianna was like I can't come visit you Brianna used to get on a mega bus shout out to Brianna she used to get on a four-hour bus to come see me at Radford and one year she was like I can't come see you for my birthday she came every year for my birthday to Radford one year, she was like, I can't come see you. That had me bummed out because I'm like, damn. We always spend my birthday together. And um, my friends are like, let's go to the mall. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll never pass up an opportunity to go to the mall. Even though the mall at Radford had no stores that I ever shopped at. I don't think I ever spent money at a Radford mall. Because all they fucking have was Charlotte Roots. Okay, anyways, they're like, we're going to the mall. We pull up at the motherfucking mega bus station and Brianna comes and I almost cried. That was beautiful. And then another time that I received a surprise that I really loved was um, all of my friends. I got all of them together. Shout out to Tyra, Key, Brianna, uh, Tyra, Key, Tyra, Key, Brianna, Adriana, Aaliyah. Yes. We were all in a hotel. Everybody came to my hometown to celebrate my birthday and me and Ashley went to go get breakfast or whatever, and we come back, and they're all, my friends are all like, surprise, and there's a cake, shout out to Aaliyah, there was a cake with some shit inside of it, she made a cake, right, and the cake had a gift inside of it, and when I finally finished the cake, I opened the box inside of the cake, and the cake had a bunch of $2 bills in it, I don't think she knows this, but I think the $2 bills equated, I want to say it was like, it was anywhere from 6 
to $10 and $2 bills, which I thought was just so cute and thoughtful. And she didn't even have to do that. But those, those $2 bills got me through rough times. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Anyways, yes, I love receiving gifts. I love gifts. Like, I just love gifts. I give them and I love to receive them. I went on a long spiel about me loving gifts. Let's get on let's, the last one. Deeper, what's one thing you think everyone should experience at least once and why? Off the top of my head, I would say traveling. Traveling to another country and immersing yourself in another culture. Just becoming aware of the differences in cultures and just expanding your motherfucking taste buds and knowledge like the united states is so bland and to go to another country and just see how everyone is living not even the united states like you know state to state there are different cultures too i'm not too big on going from state to state but just get your feet wet go travel go see other things and go try other foods i hate when i'm around people and they like i'm not trying that like try the damn food because if you don't like it you can spit it out or you swallow it and you know you'll never eat it again like just try the damn food i hate when people don't try new foods that's like a real pet peeve of mine like come on are we five or are we fucking 25? You get what I'm saying? Get into it and try something new. Like, expand your taste buds and knowledge. You know? Okay. 25 minutes in. We got an advice column submission. We're going to address it. And then we're going to end today's podcast. For those of you that didn't know, this is an advice column. And if you need advice, give me a call. Like the theme song says, 240-587-3186. Call that number if you need advice. Leave a voicemail. You'll be prompted to leave a voicemail. Leave the voicemail. I play the voicemail here on this podcast, and then I give you advice that way. Just so everyone knows, I'm not an expert at life. I just go through shit, and I go through shit, and I love to share my experiences with y'all. And so when you call me and you give advice, I speak from my own experiences. I speak from my own thoughts. By God's grace and by God's will, please do whatever your heart desires. I'm just sharing with you guys what I think you should do. So let's get into today's advice column submission. It is actually a voicemail. I really appreciate everyone that has left me voicemails. Thank you, thank you, thank you for trusting me with everything. Let's get into today's advice. Hi, Constance. I'm looking for your advice today on a situation. Um, I have a friend who I've been friends with for a really long time, and I love her, but as of recently, she's just been very negative, and it's, everything she says is very negative, and it's honestly, is draining me. How do I, you know, tell her that or kind of cut her off? Okay, I'm not going to lie. With me, I simply limit my access to them. Uh, I used to have a roommate in college. She was so sweet. But she went through a, like, you know, some fucked up shit happened in her life. And so she started venting to me about it. And I was the open ear to her, right? And every fucking, like, day, it was just more and more negative shit. And so that started to just fuck with my whole mental. I don't want to get with somebody and talk about negative shit so I can see where you're coming from. So for me, I just stopped being, like, accessible to her. Like, at first I was very opening and welcoming, and then I just kind of stopped, like, I just made it clear that I can't be listening to you all the time. So <laughs> instead of keeping my door open for welcome conversation, my door would be closed and you have to go the extra mile to not to talk to me about something. Or I would simply say, I really don't feel like talking about this right now. Or I'm sorry, I can't talk to you about this right now. I got something else to work on. I think just being vocal about it. I didn't even peep. Is it a close? If, it, if it's a friend that you've had for a long time, I think you say you love her. I would just be open and honest with her. Like, you know, hey, I'm here to be an open ear for you. But 
I can't take the negativity all the time. Maybe even suggest that she goes to therapy. But if you can't do that, I ain't saying cut her off all the way unless you really want to cut her off all the way. But just limit your access. If it's phone calls that you're getting, don't answer the phone every time. If it's text that you're getting, don't text back every time until you want to text back. Like, you know, make sure that life is enjoyable for you and you're not just being a open ear and shoulder to take on a lot of, like, someone else's trauma and shit. I would, it's, it's tough to say. A lot easier said than done. Like I said, my first go-to is always just limiting access. But if you really want to... Let them know. I would just be open and honest about it. Like, hey, I love you, but... And I appreciate you feeling comfortable coming to talk to me about it, but I can't take the emotional strain and stress of your problems, you know? So it it might be in your best interest to seek a therapist. And I think that's a template that you can use. And if you want to cut them off completely, just... Hey, I love you, but I don't think we can be friends anymore. The negativity is really draining. Um... I appreciate you for trusting me with your story, but I think I have to put a halt in it. Something along the lines of that. So hopefully that hopefully that helps. If you guys have advice for this person, leave it down below in the comment section because uh, setting boundaries and friendships is like, uh, it, it, it can be difficult, especially when, like you say, you love them. I think with any relationship, love or romantic, it's hard to set those boundaries, but you do have to put yourself first, like I always say. And... You don't owe anybody an explanation, but I think giving an explanation is always the more mature thing to do. But if you can't even muster up, if you if you can't muster up the courage to or strength to um, be vocal about it, just cut your ties. You don't say nothing and you keep it pushing and you keep, keep it moving. But if this is a relationship you value, I would definitely say something. All right. So that's my advice. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. That's the number you call if you need advice. Y'all, please leave me a review and a rating after today's episode. I have a goal of 15 reviews and ratings by the end of this month of April. To leave me a review, head over to the podcast app on your phone, head over to Spotify, search for Constance the Podcast. You can just type in Constance, it'll come up. Click on it, look for the review and rating portion and leave me a review and a rating. And I'll shout you out here on the next podcast episode, okay? Subscribe to Constance the Podcast wherever you're listening to me on. If you're listening on YouTube, hit that subscribe button because I'm trying to have 100 subscribers by the end of the month. If you're listening to me on podcast streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, download this podcast because we want the podcast streaming platforms to know that y'all fuck with the podcast, okay? Uh, Follow me on Instagram at Constance the Pod. Follow my personal page on Instagram at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. That's where you can keep up with me outside of this box. Follow me on TikTok at Constance Pod. I have a goal of reaching 1,000 TikTok followers. I think I'm at 770 today. So get them TikTok followers up at Constance Pod. You can follow my personal TikTok as well at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. Honestly, if you want to follow my personal shit anywhere, it's Black Mocha, always B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. And then as for the Constance Pod shit, it's Constance Pod. I love you guys. I appreciate y'all. I fuck with y'all. Screenshot this and post it on your Instagram story. Tag me at Constance Pod and let me know you made it this far. If you made it this far, I fuck with you. I appreciate you. And I really do love you. Um, What else do I have to say, y'all? I told y'all to leave a review and a rating. I told y'all to subscribe. I told y'all to post this on your Instagram story. I think that's it. I fuck with y'all, y'all. Um, 
I have finally decided what I'm doing with my hair. I I was going to say exactly what it is, but I ain't going to say it. I'm just waiting until my next relaxer. Once the next relaxer comes, boom, I'm going to get that shit all the way figured out and done. I can't wait for the new look because I'm tired of this. Oh, I ain't, yeah, I'm tired of it. It's a little bit too much hair. Y'all already know how I feel about hair. We getting it off. Um, What's next? I have something else I wanted to talk to y'all about. I think I'm getting a lot better at this shit. You know, I've been reluctant to come, like, not reluctant, but over the past couple of days, I've been like, Ugh, I don't feel like podcasting, but I made a fucking promise to myself and God that I'm taking this shit seriously and I'm going to the top with this shit. So when I'm feeling like not doing this shit, I remind myself of the promise that I made to myself and I get up and I do it and I fight through it and I hope it's motivating y'all to fight through and do whatever y'all got to do. Okay. Again, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And I'll see you guys in tomorrow's episode. Oh, really quickly. I do want to know if there's anything y'all want to hear me talk about. Because I'm like, I'm, I would love some, I mean, I was going to say I would love some ideas. But if more so than just ideas, if there's something that y'all want to hear me talk about. If there's an experience that y'all think I may be able to give an account on. If there's just anything in particular y'all want to hear me talk about, comment them down below. Y'all know you can also leave written submissions in my advice column. I forgot to note that. Just click the link down below in the description box or click the link in my Instagram bio. That'll take you to my advice column and there you can leave an anonymous submission. You can also call in and be like, Constance, let's talk about this and then I'll talk about it. Um, yeah, so I love y'all. I appreciate y'all and I'll see you in tomorrow's episode. Peace. 240-587-3186 240-587-3186 If you need advice, I'm the girl to call Constance, the podcast got you all And it's 240-587-3186 240-587-3186